Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. If you want to start to take things to the next level, but you're not sure what's holding you back, then feel free to take my quiz. It's called the What's Holding You Back quiz, and you can find it at www.christinecorcoran.com.au slash quiz. It will take you through eight simple questions and then take you to your results, which will break down the main fear that's holding you back and ways to overcome it and resources to help support you overcoming it. Check it out and let me know which fear is holding you back. Now, let's get on to the episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode, episode 111. I am excited to bring this episode to you today because I'm sharing a little bit about an experience that I had where my business basically hit a plateau and I wanted to share how I thrived through that time and how I got through the hard times and in hope that it will benefit you in hope that if you are going through a hard time at the moment or you do end up hitting a plateau that you then have the tools to be able to pull yourself back out and to thrive through those times because there's nothing worse than getting stuck in a pit of misery a pit of feeling like you don't know what to do, that whatever you do doesn't work and not knowing what to do or who to turn to. So I wanted to create this pod- podcast to be able to share with you the tools that I used through that really trying time. So there was, it was basically about a three month period in my business where I had no new clients, right? No new clients signed up. I had was in a place where I really struggled to get new leads, was freaking out about what I was going to do, how I was going to make this sustainable, what I needed to do on a daily basis to keep myself in a place of positivity so that I could take positive action. And it was definitely a learning curve. And I'm really thankful for that time because it taught me so much that I wanted to share with you those lessons and share with you what I got out of it and the tools that I used to get through it. So You know, I think the first month it was definitely not as scary. Like it was kind of like, because it was like, I had, I had clients, existing clients, but they had no new leads coming through. So I was in the first month, I was kind of like, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. I'm sure new clients will come. And then when I hit month two, I was like, oh shit, this is bad. What am I going to (laughs) do? And then week, I mean, sorry, month three was the worst. Uh, And I think it was almost almost four months before then I had another new client come on board as a full paying client. So it was, it wasn't a full four months, but it was close. So I really wanted to share with you what that's like, because whether you, you have experienced it or you might be in the beginnings of that and you're starting to worry what to do in that situation, because it's really important that in those times that as a business owner or in any time of your life where, you know, it might be in other areas of your life where things aren't working out or you feel like it's a really, really rough time, 
there's ways to manage your mind to help support you through it. So then you can actually thrive through it rather than sit in that pit of misery and keep yourself stuck. Because the more you keep yourself stuck in that one place, the harder it is to pull yourself out. And let me tell you now, the mindset that got you here or there, wherever that is, is not going to get you where you want to go. So first and foremost, we need to be able to change our mindsets. And we cannot usually find the solutions when we're stuck in that place and we're stuck in a low low level energy into negativity into victim mode all of that and it's really important that we notice that because a lot of the time and I put a post on socials recently about you know business being 80% psychology and 20% strategy which or 20% skills. It's so true. It's all about our psychology and all about the mindset on how we pull ourselves back out. So Okay, so where are we going to start? So first and foremost, it's about having the realization and thinking about the situation you're in, which I guarantee you when you're in it, it's all you can think about. You cannot think about anything else. You're stressed about the money. You're stressed about the impact that's going to have. You're stressed about what you're able to do and not be able to do. And it is a really trying time. And yet the more you focus on what's not working and the more you focus on what you don't have, the more of that you create. So I remember there were days where I was like, I could not stop thinking about my bank account and I would look at my bank account and I would stress out and I would worry about how I'm going to pay my mortgage and I would worry about how I'm going to continue to pay off, you know, I have direct debits coming out of my account and then my account would go into arrears and it would have like the, um, my bank would charge me those arrears fees and like that would just drive me nuts because I was like, this money's going to nothing. And I would get myself into a state of negativity and look caveat here. I'm a human being, even though I'm a business mindset coach, I am a human being and we all have trying times. We all have challenging times and I still use the tools that I teach and this, the way that I support my clients. I make sure that I put all of that to work because I want to know that it works for one and two that, you know, allow me the space to be human because I want to share that with you that there's definitely times where you're going to go through challenging times even if you're the expert in your field even if though you know what you're talking about and you can support someone else through it it's hard when it's yourself because you can't see your own blind spots so it's really important that we focus on and I kept bringing myself back to okay what I focus on is what I'm going to get so every time I look at my bank account I've got to think about what I would like to be there not what's missing and anything that I would notice in, in my world I was about managing how much I thought about it and focusing on what I could control because We can't control certain things. And when we focus on what's not working, more of that just continues to not work. The other key thing was that I noticed my physiology. So when you're having all of these challenging times, the first thing to go is the way that we hold ourselves, the way that we breathe. So we end up going from deep breaths to shallow breath. We end up sitting in a slump. So even when we are taking action, it can actually come from a place of desperation, a place of scarcity and a place of negativity. And that's not going to support you to get you a different solution, a different outcome. So it's really important that we manage our physiology and our state. And I'll give you some tips on how to do that in just a moment. And then it's it was about considering what feels good and focusing on keeping myself in a higher level vibration and keeping myself focused on what I could control and then taking care of my myself along the way. 
And then the last key component of this before we move into shifting it is noticing how you talk about it because what you make it mean will continue to be. So a lot of the time as human beings, we like to talk about reality. We like to talk about how things are. And sometimes when we're in a place of, you know, struggling or things aren't going well, we often talk about it and we might do that with friends or with family where people go, how are you? How's things? How's business? And the first and most easiest thing to go to is how bad it is. And when we do that, we're actually gaining connection from the other human being, which gives us a feeling of connection, but it doesn't actually make us feel good long-term. So we end up going into that self-pity party and talk about being poor me and playing the victim. And there is no power in that. There is no benefit. There is no, it's not serving you in any way, even though you're getting connection from it. So it's really important that you start to manage how you speak about it and changing the way you talk about it. So it feels differently in the body is a beautiful way to help shift it. So in those challenging times, when I had someone ask me those questions, I would say things like, I'm just having a cash flow challenge at the moment. I am taking control of where I spend my money and I'm choosing what's my priority right now, which is very different to saying I can't afford it. Oh, business is really slow. I don't have any new clients at the moment. I'm really struggling. It feels very different. And you've really got to manage that because going down that rabbit hole of I can't afford it. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't make make any changes. Things aren't working. I'm struggling. Not only generates negative emotion, but it also keeps you stuck in that state, which makes it much more difficult to make a change that's going to give you a different result, right? The mindset that got you here is not going to get you where you want to be. So you've got to start practicing the mindset and the language that someone who has overcome the challenge, who is now thriving, who is stepping into taking action in a positive and um, successful way is more likely going to have a more a better outlook on things, right? So they're going to be speaking about it in a different way. So adopt that language first and you'll find that it's much easier to then find the solutions afterwards. And so be really careful what you make it mean. So what you attach to I or I'm or I am usually becomes a part of your identity. So if you're like, oh, I'm just struggling, then you feel it in your body and you feel your shoulders drop and you feel the your breath kind of like completely exhale and you feel at a place of loss and you feel at a place of not knowing what to do and how to get out of it. And that is not truth. I really want to point this out. This is a, That's not truth. Even though you're feeling that and you may be thinking that, Be mindful of that trap that your brain plays on you that keeps you in that stuck state, okay? And this is where we go back to improve your physiology. So how are you sitting? How are you standing? How are you breathing? How are you holding your body? Is it in a powerful way or is it in a lackluster, depressive state of low energy? Because if you start there, then the difference in the chemicals in your brain will start to shift. So when we're stuck in a negative, low energy, depressive state, so our body language might be closed, we'll have our head down, our shoulders down, our breathing will be slow and shallow. And we're thinking about those things that are happening. It actually generates a negative emotion in our chemicals. So it basically sends um, chemicals to the brain to 
uh, a physio, sorry, our brain reacts to our physiology and thinks, oh, we might must be depressed if this is the way that we're sitting. So then it doesn't actually give you any feel good hormones. When, if you stand strong and your shoulders are back and your chest and your um, chest bone is up and you're breathing deep from the diaphragm and you're standing strong with a centered stance, your body starts to generate feel-good hormones in the body and the chemicals then will rush to the brain will be things like serotonin and and oxytocin which is great feel-good emotions feel-good chemicals which then create the feel-good feelings and you're more likely to want to take different action from that place and you will feel different so then you'll have different thoughts about it so you've got to biohack that right you've got to go well if this isn't working if i'm sitting in this stuck state what's the easiest thing i can change from there my physiology. I can change exactly how I'm sitting or standing and then I will feel different. Uh, and it's, that's probably the best place to start is just think about how you're holding yourself, how are you standing and what can you change about that right now? From there, we want to take full radical responsibility because unfortunately what got you here is the mindset that you've had, the actions that you've taken and what you've done about it. Okay, and I know sometimes that can be uncomfortable to feel, but I guarantee you when you work through that, that's when you'll thrive because when you're able to really take full responsibility, because when we're blaming everybody else, we're blaming the Facebook algorithm, we're blaming the economy, we're blaming everything else outside of ourselves, and then we're judging everybody else, we're comparing ourselves to others and all of that type of stuff. We're, we're giving our power away. We're stuck in victim mode and that's not supporting us to create a different outcome. So by taking full responsibility and accepting exactly where we are, we're able to shift from that place. And so there were certain questions that I would use throughout that period to help me shift my focus so then I can maximize the time that I had and use it in a positive way. Because one, I wasn't going to give up on my business. There was no bloody way I was giving up on my business. Two, I got to choose how I wanted to feel every single day and what I focused on was how I felt and how I could increase the way I felt in a better, sorry, in a more positive way to then take a different action so I could get a different result. I knew, I just kept telling myself, it's just a phase, we'll get through it. And then I would ask questions on a regular basis to start to shift my focus and start to flip into, rather being stuck in that problem state, I would flip it into finding the solution. So there were questions like, what could this be teaching me? And by really sitting in that, so I remember sitting in that one day and going, okay, so what is this really teaching me? And so I took that opportunity to go, okay, so if this is like, let's really dive into this. I looked at what are the action steps that I'm taking in my business and what result is that creating? And I was able to really look at it from a place that was completely dissociated from who I was as a person because the behavior is what got the result, not me as a person. So I was able to completely disassociate from it and look at it as if I was looking at somebody else's business. So that's the way I looked. I used it to otherwise we blame ourselves, right? We can get so stuck in inner critic and that inner chatter. I was like, if I was looking at somebody else's business right now, what how could I look at it completely objectively? 
And so I looked at it from that place and went, okay, so these were the action steps that I took. This is where I was, what, what I was creating, what I was putting out there, what calls to action I was putting into place. This was where I was showing up in my network. This is the relationships that I was building. So I looked at it from that place. And because this is probably month two, right? I reckon it was probably halfway through month two that I was starting to really question everything that I sat there and went, okay, so if that's the result that's that behavior is creating, well, I want to change that result and I want to get a better result. So what could I do? What behaviors could I do differently to really shift and change that needle, move that needle forward to get a different result? And that's when I really started to look at those things. And the other thing it really taught me was being mindful of how much downtime you have. And I don't mean downtime as relaxed time. I mean as non-proactive actions that are designed to create money in your business to give to give you a result right so i got really busy at earlier in the year and i took the focus off generating new clients and my focus was on taking care of my existing clients and the cycle of business is that if you're taking the foot off the accelerator while you're attracting new clients then less clients, new clients are going to come in, right? Makes sense. So the behaviors, what I noticed was the behaviors were focused on taking care of my existing and they were less about bringing in new clients. So I started to really have this perspective around going, well, no wonder this is the result in my business and knowing that it takes time, right? You cannot just go out and put out a Facebook post or go to one networking event and expect to get a result from that. It takes time to build those relationships. And so it's like a 90-day turnaround, really, when you think about it. It's like literally a 90-day turnaround. So I made new decisions to go, okay, so if I was going to focus on the next 90 days to really generate new clients, what could I be doing that would give me a different result? And it really helped me to look at the behaviors, the actions, the activities that I was doing on a daily basis and how they were generating income. So it helped me be able to really take that responsibility back and take my power back and go, this is completely within my control. It's my business and I get to choose to thrive or I get to choose to sit and play that pity party. The other question that I asked myself was, what opportunities does this create? Now, this was awesome because once I really asked that question and sat on it and journaled on it, I was able to come up with so many different opportunities that I didn't realize before when I was stuck in that negative state. So it helps me look at go at, look at it like, well, I've actually got all this time. What could I be doing with time that would be beneficial knowing that, well, in a few months time, I'm going to get really busy and I'm not going to have time to learn this, or I'm not going to have time to be able to do this in my business. So what could I do now? So I started to look at things like automating parts of my business, started to look at improving my email marketing. So I started doing an email marketing course and like copywriting courses. I started to look at, I started reading different money books, right? So I was like, okay, how can I manage my money in a more impactful way that helps me to work through the different challenges in my business? So then when there's downtimes or when there's slower parts of my business, I can start to invest more into whether it's ads or whether it's creation or whether it's support, I was looking at different ways that I can then manage my money. So 
rather than being stuck in avoidance. So that first month I was really in avoidance mode. Really. When I look back at it, I honestly think I was avoiding the fact that new client, no new clients were coming my way and was like, Oh, just focus on my existing clients. The other clients will come rather than looking at, okay, what's the behaviors that's creating this result. And so this gave me that beautiful opportunity to really look at what can I do with my time? So it gave me so many ways to look at different ways to, um, be proactive in my business. So yes, I was reading a lot more books. I was taking time to go to the gym more regularly and take care of my health. And that was something that I had always wanted to do when I had gone into business for myself was to take the time to do the gym on a regular basis. So I use that time to create an amazing habit with my, with the gym. And I looked at other opportunities. So I was like, if I've got all this time, what could I do with it? So I started reaching out to people and saying, look, if you've got an event coming up or a breakfast or a networking, anything like that, where I know that my ideal client's going to be hanging out, I would love to speak. Is there any opportunity that I could speak? And some of them were like, yes, actually, we need someone in the next few weeks. And some was like three months down the track. And that I still said yes. Right. So it was like, what opportunities could I create and what how can I use my time much more effectively so that I'm thriving now and continue to thrive? Because as soon as much as you're feeding your brain with lots of new information, you're empowering it to be able to take new actions that I wouldn't have been able to take from that stuck state before. So it was a beautiful way to look at it and take completely complete responsibility for my results because there's nobody else to blame. It's my own business. Right. And then I was like, well, what could this be teaching me? What could this be telling me about what I'm not great at just yet? So I really took radical honesty with myself and went, okay, I could possibly manage my money better. So it's not just about reading those books. It was about managing my money on a daily basis and then a weekly basis. So that's when I took radical honesty, looked at all of my finances, my debts, put some new plans in place with the perspective of that more money will come. Because when we're stuck in that scarcity mindset of, look, there's nothing I can do now because I've got no money, like it only keeps you there. But when you're looking at it from a perspective of more money will come and this is what I'm going to do with it. It's going to help me pay off this debt. I'm going to work on this a little bit more effectively. I could look at my spending more effectively. So I really created this amazing budget where I set aside being able to set aside tax in a more effective way. I was able to look at it and what I was spending on groceries. Like I looked at all that. So being a lot more resourceful in the way that I looked at my money. And I think without that challenging time, I don't think I would have had the motivation to do that because you know, I needed the motivation to be able to go to honestly look at it from a perspective of you've got to get your shit together or else you won't be able to pay your mortgage. Right. And so I was really looking at it with complete radical responsibility at the same time as managing that inner critic, because the inner critic, yes, was definitely going to go crazy, but it was about what I, how I spent my days. If when the days that I woke up, didn't feel good, didn't meditate, decided that I'll eat crap and then not go to the gym. Those days were the worst. And so I started to notice that pattern and started to change that as well. So I started to notice on the days that I made myself feel good by still waking up at a reasonable time rather than sleeping in, making sure that I start my day with some form of meditation, movement, journaling, something that always got me into a good headspace. And then maximized my day. So even though my diary was empty some days, 
I looked at it and went, okay, well, this first hour, I'm going to take this course. This next hour, I'm going to do reading of this book. Then the next hour, I'm going to do email marketing. And the next hour, I'm going to do Facebook posts. I'm going to be a little bit more strategic with that. When I started to fill my diary up with those types of things that actually work properly in the business, sorry, on the business, I started to see different results coming in. And so I was able to then measure and track what was working and what wasn't working. So then knowing that when I got busier, I would then have all of that evidence to prove what would work and what would, what didn't work. It was so empowering to speak from that place and to be able to stand in that power of going, I've got control of this and I know what I'm doing rather than sitting in a place of going, I've got no idea and I'm really stuck and I'm struggling. Right? So I started to then work on my self-worth which I think was is a key component, especially when you're stuck in lack or scarcity, because our outside circumstances are a reflection of what's going on internally. So what was I telling myself about my abilities? What was I telling myself about my belief in myself, about my worth, about being paid for my work? All of that. So I started to embed new thought patterns. So I did things like had some incantation boards up. I had uh, obviously redid my vision board, but I had some you know, beliefs strong in my office were like, I serve a lot. So I deserve a lot. I believe in my work. I believe that I should be paid well for my week, my work. And I am a commitment to figuring this out. Right. So it was constantly re-embedding these thoughts to start to support myself. And so there was a time, right. So I was like, uh, I can't remember how, what, what point in time it was, but basically there remember a time where my inner critic started going crazy going, well, maybe it's cause you're not a good coach, which I knew was not true because I had such great results with clients and then my existing clients would continue to work with me for six to 12 months. And I was like, well, they wouldn't stick around if I was terrible at what I did. Right. So then I was like, how do I build my confidence back up? How do I believe my belief? build up the belief in myself again. So I actually took on two pro bono clients. So I reached out to an organization that supports um, women who are in a place of disadvantage and I offered my services and I took on two pro bono clients and I signed them up for a program. They didn't pay, so it was completely free, but I still got the commitment from them to do full six weeks. And basically through that experience, not only did I absolutely love working with those women, but I was able to flex that muscle and really prove to myself that yes, what I'm doing is so worthwhile. And what I'm doing is make such an impact. Like these women had such transformations that I loved working with them, that it started to rebuild my self-worth as well. Okay. So that was a really key component because if, like I said, and the external circumstances are a reflection of what's going on internally. Okay. The next question I asked myself was, what's great about this problem? And so I was able to look at it from a different perspective and go, okay, well, this is great because I have all this free time. And so I worked on, yes, all the stuff in the business, but then I also worked on my vibration. So I took the time to go, well, I'm going to go to the beach today and work from the beach. I'm going to go and go to a national park and find a beautiful spot to sit and read today rather than sitting at home and reading because changing your environment is really important. And so, because if we're consistently in the same environment, then our brain continues to think the same thing. So you need to shift and change your environment as well to start to have different thoughts, right? So shifting my environment was a beautiful way to keep my energy high and get me out of the house because otherwise I was going stir crazy. 
And then that was also part of the next question was, how can I enjoy the process while I work towards these better results? So I was working on how I could enjoy it every single day. No matter what I was doing, I was like, let's find a way to enjoy it. Put music on, speak to a friend, reach out and uh, co-work with a friend. Like I was doing all these different types of things to consistently work towards what I wanted to achieve, but stay in a positive mindset and thrive rather than easily fall back into those old patterns of negativity. And then the last one was, what am I willing to do to change this? And when you come from that place and you've got to, I, before I would reach into these questions, I would make sure that I was in a good feeling state. So make sure I meditated in the morning or when I had come back from a walk or something like that, I would go, okay, so what's my next thing? So I would sit down and go, okay, what am I willing to do to change this? And then I literally wrote lists upon lists upon lists of what I could do. What are my options? Because a lot of the time when you're stuck in a problem state, you believe there are no options or you believe you've tried everything, which is actually not true. So you've got to create more options for yourself. So I would sit down when I was in that feel good state and just write lists, lists upon lists of what could I do? What could I do? How could I make more money? How could I be more resourceful here? How could I get more speaking opportunities? How could I create more events? What could I, how could I find more clients? How could I get in front of more of my clients? Like all these different lists and lists and lists upon ideas and ideas. Now I didn't take action on all of them, but I was able to really extract so many great ideas that I would never have been able to take action on from a negative state, right? Because in that negative state, we end up believing all that those old stories about ourselves, not being good enough or not being smart enough or all those types of things come into play. And we're not very resourceful in that state. So I was able to then look at those ideas and go, okay, how, why is this important to me? So it was going back to really use it to fuel yourself and remember why you're doing it. That was a huge part of it. So every single time that I ever found myself fall back into a negative state, I would shift my physiology first. And then I would ask myself these questions and then use it to fuel me. So one of the key things that I got out of this was one, obviously remember my why, why am I doing it? And the why is obviously is more about my clients to change and shift the world, to be able to make an impact. So we have less people experiencing a negative mindset or experiencing depression and anxiety and fear and keeping themselves stuck in a place where they could be thriving in a world where they absolutely love what they do. And so I reminded myself of that place and then use it to fuel me to take action. And then that question of what am I willing to do to change this, um, then led back into this beautiful awareness around being able to feel what my clients have felt or are going to feel. So I use the, the times, those any times that I felt like my inner critic was going crazy or that I was stuck in this place of feeling like I couldn't do it or the inner critic was like I was literally in that stuck problem state, I would actually use it because it helped me write better. It helped me create better copy. So I literally started to create all these different ideas for content because I'm like, guaranteed there are going to be times for my clients when they're in the exact same position and feel completely stuck. So how can I use it to help support and serve? 
And that was a beautiful driving force for me to be able to start changing everything. So I was able to then come back and go, you know what, let's use it. Let's use it for fuel and start to write and start to do videos and start to share more about these types of concerns. Because from that place, like it's so hard when you're in, I don't know know whether you can relate to this, but when you're in such a high vibe state and things are working out and your business is pumping and you're like so excited for people who are healers or serve in a way that helps people when they're in a stuck state, then it's really kind of hard to think back to what it was like in that place. So when you're creating copy to attract those types of clients that need your help, it's difficult when you're in that high vibe place. So And this is, I see this with my clients a lot because I actually help them get back to that. So I will sit down, especially when a client is not really sure on who they want to work with, I'll sit down and help them go through a complete ideal client profile so then they can start to understand the mindset of what their client's in, the emotional journey a client goes through before they make the decision to work with you. And so I was using that, using that as fuel, writing it all down, coming up with podcast topics, coming up with uh, blog posts, articles, like all this different stuff that I could never have done from a different place, right? Because it helped me have a complete change of perspective. And then I would think about the place of going, okay, so if I had a client in this situation, how would I coach her out of it? And then I started using my self-coaching tools to be able to lift myself out of that place and continue to take massive action because there were some realizations around that, that I wasn't taking massive action. I was taking mediocre action and that was giving me mediocre results. So it helped me take complete responsibility, but from a place of power. So then I could start to take that positive action because There is nothing worse than taking action from desperation. But when you take action from a place of a full heart and in complete service mode with the desire to serve, it is coming from a complete place of abundance. And people feel that like you can feel it in like when you see people on social media or anywhere in their copy, you could feel that if they're writing from that desperate place. So I didn't want to do that, right? So, and I didn't want to come across like that. So I was like, it was a beautiful, powerful way to get back into their mindset and then think about it from a complete different, like side view of it to go, okay, so if I had a client sitting over there, sitting in the exact same situation, how would I coach them through that? And it was about building the confidence, building the self-worth, building the, um, resourcefulness within them to be able to take massive action. So I really hope this episode has resonated with you because I'm so passionate about it. And I really wanted to share with you that if you are in this place, please go back and use these questions to empower you to get yourself into a higher vibe state to start to take massive action. And I guarantee you it will shift everything, but it's about consistent massive action. And like I said, it's kind of like a cycle of 90 days. So set yourself that goal of 90 days of massive action and start to see the difference that that will create in your business and your life. And Notice how good you feel when you do take that full responsibility, because when you're in that self-pity victim mode, you don't feel any very good at all and nothing good comes from that place. So being able to take full responsibility, ask yourself really great questions and help support pulling yourself back out of that place. And then when you start to get those new clients, like when I started to attract new clients and I had start new discovery calls would get booked in and people would reach out to me on social media, I would get so excited and I was so passionate about and ready to work with them that it didn't come from a place of lack or scarcity. 
And I think that's one of the biggest things that I noticed about how I thrived through that time was because if I hadn't have done that work, I would imagine I would have gotten on those on those calls and would have felt like, oh, and if they weren't the right fit or it wasn't the right time to help them, I wonder whether it would have come from a different place and I ended up might have saying yes to working with them and it wasn't right. So that's when you do, when you come from that place of scarcity, you end up taking on the wrong clients or you say yes to doing things you don't necessarily really want to do and it's completely out of alignment with where you want to go. So you really want to manage that and this is how I would suggest doing that by managing your mind setting yourself up to thrive rather than stay in that old stuck state that does not serve you. So I hope this episode has supported you and will support you if you start to take these questions seriously and take the action. And if you are stuck, then you can always get support. There is so much support out there. And I really want to share that with you as well, because one of the key things that worked for me was when I started to take on new clients, as soon first thing I did was get myself a coach as well, right? Because I was literally, that was the other thing that was really interesting for me was that I had finished up with a coach and I was in like a lag time. I just really couldn't find someone I wanted to work with. And so that those, th- those few months, I wasn't actually working with a coach. And that's why I really noticed the impact but it helped me really self-coach, which was a really great tool to have as well. So reach out, get support, get friends that understand what it's like, see what they're doing, start to take action. And when you notice yourself comparing yourself, use it to fuel you and compare intelligently to start taking on actions and, and behaviors and thoughts and beliefs from that other person that will help shift everything for you. So I hope this has supported you. Please reach out to me on socials or send me a message, send me an email, let me know what you think. And if you are feeling really challenged and you're not really sure what's holding yourself back, then check out the quiz. It's really cool. So you literally answer eight questions. It's really simple. And then you'll get a basically a little page will pop up with all the different resources that you can use to overcome that fear. And I'll also send you an email with a breakdown of all of those resources. So then you can continue to work on it and start changing everything. Start changing your life. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.